0: Welcome back to a very special bonus episode of the One Broke Actress podcast. We are straying a little bit from the norm today. This is a special recording we did of our book club interview with Sarah Centrella, author, speaker, host, and most well known in our circle for her book Future Boards. You probably saw it all over my Instagram. You've probably seen my Future Board in the background of some of my photos. Future Boards was recommended to me by Leslie Martinez. Special shout out to you, Leslie. Thank you so much. You guys who read it for the book club really enjoyed it. And Sarah answered a lot of your questions here about manifesting and creating your own future. It's a little more about goal setting and attainability and mindset and a lot less about uh closing your eyes and thinking, (laughs) although that is a part of it too. Okay, guys, uh, we're going to get to this bonus episode. All of Sarah's information is in the show notes for you. And if you guys are interested in future book club stuff, it's super simple. All you got to do is subscribe to the One Broke Actress email list. The link to that is going to be in the show notes as well. Just add your email in there. I email very rarely and I make sure it's jam-packed full of information. And that will have our next book club book next week. So keep an eye on that and keep an eye out for the next book club book. It should be super fun. Okay, guys, without further ado, please enjoy Sarah Cintrella. Hi, Sarah. It's so nice to meet you. I'm so excited to be here, Sam. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And your um, book, Future Boards, was just our One Broke Actress Book Club book. And uh, it was recommended by Leslie Martinez. So Leslie, awesome actress. Thank you for pointing us in that direction. Um, mm-hmm. it was such an eye-opener. I also, because I'm like all or nothing, I also bought Hustle, Believe, Receive, and I read your other book as well. Yes, that's <laughs> good because it has all the steps. Yeah, yeah I think so it, made, it made a nice pair, right? So I had a lot of my homework done before I started. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have a simple synopsis you give to people who might not have picked up the book yet of like your, why you wrote this book?
1: Yeah. So, um, it's kind of the same for both in that all of this started for me. And and by that, I mean, manifesting now, you know, coaching as I do and things like that, um, with what I call a rock bottom moment or like the implosion of my world started from like the worst case scenario, if you will. Um, I found out that my husband and high school sweetheart had been having an affair, um, back in 2008. And we had like, Three little babies that literally had twins that were just over a year old, five-year-old, uh, stay-at-home mom, just lost our house in, you know, the financial crisis, like worst case scenario across the board um, and ended our marriage literally in 10 minutes when I read the text message. Um, and so it was just kind of like waking up in a bomb exploding in your home. Like every part of my life changed in a, an instant, really um and so then as I started like figuring out how I was going to rebuild my life um I knew it was from scratch it kind of had to be from scratch because I never thought of being you know obviously a single mom or what that would look like and now I had to go back to work and just all this stuff and I think I was in such a dark place and I had to go on food stamps to to even like you know, get started. So it was bad. Right. Um, so, so your name, one broke actress, like, you know, I was, I was really there. I was like, at the epitome of being broke. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I think like it was a blessing in disguise in that I started creating an alternate universe in my head almost like just a completely almost fantasy life that I wished I was living. And I, looking back now, I know it was like a coping mechanism to try and not be thinking about the the trauma that was happening in my real life. Um, But it turned out to be this like magic ingredient to creating the life I wanted. Um, And so after I'd kind of been thinking about like, all right, if I want to be successful, what does that look like? You know, if if I'm going to be a career woman, what does that look like? How do I be a mom? All that stuff. And I Mm -hmm. started building it out in my head and then. Um, when I did finally get a job, then I was like, I kind of want to look at this life in front of me. And so I I literally went online and just started Googling all the things that were in my head because I wanted to like, see what it looked like. I'm a very visual person. Um, and that was my very first Future Board. And the crazy thing was though, is that about a year and a half later, it just started coming to life, like in rapid succession. I mean, exactly. Like I was stepping inside the, it was just crazy. It was so dramatically, almost unbelievable that there was
0: no way you couldn't draw the connection. You know what I mean? It was like, do you think if you you didn't have those images that you saw all the time, uh, do you think that you would have been able to note the moments when you were in them as well?
1: No, I really don't because, um, I had put that board, um, in my cube at work. So it was the thing I saw more than anything else, right? It's like all day, every day, you know, eight, nine hours a day, I was looking at them, but not only was I looking at them, but as I was working or whatever, I'd find myself spacing out in a daydream about, Oh, what would I do on that beach? You know, would I be having a drink? What are my kids doing? You know, versus just looking at a, a random picture. I was like creating a whole moment behind it. That moment was making me motivated to do better at work, right? Yeah. It was getting me excited about the life I was building. So there was all these layers to it that I teach now, but I didn't know then, um, that was just kind of happening organically. And because the pictures were there, it's always, because a lot of times you'll live a manifestation, and not even really necessarily know it. And you'll come back and look at your board and you're like, oh my God, you <laughs> know, like because you li- you start living it in your mind. In such a way that it's very su- subconscious which is why this works so great is like once you've kind of put that dream out there it becomes part of your subconscious becomes part of who you are and so a lot of times when you'll live those moments it'll almost feel like deja vu You're like yeah. Wait, haven't i been here before it's like, yeah in your
0: mind, <laughs> well, I'm very excited. You can see why I put my board together. Yes, I love year.
1: it. it oh, by the way, I love it, was
0: it. A blast to do. Um, for for our actors who have, there's a handful of them who let me know they were like, I got the book. I haven't had time to finish yet. I'm like going to work on it soon. Um how would you distinguish the difference between this and vision boards? Because this is a special group you're talking to in that a lot of us, we buy in hard to the dream, right? We're already dreamers. Um, Exactly, exactly. We think way outside the box, it's a super creative group of people. Um, so what would be the difference between this? And I know a lot of people who are like, I make a vision board every year. And I'm like, I swear this is different. (laughs) So different. (laughs) Really? Like, um, and I didn't just make up a new name to like be
1: catchy. I actually came up with the name after my first board was manifesting. And I was like, holy shit, that was my future. And when I put the two together, I just, I couldn't even get my head around the fact that like, I I thought these thoughts, I daydreamed. And of course I was working and working my you know way up and putting in my hustle, but the fact that I could make something up in my head and then live in the experience and be able to like take a self in the moment and feel them like that just blew my mind. I just, I, you know, couldn't quite believe it. And so when I started I understand how important words are first, I want to say that, and you've read Hustle Believe receive. so mm-hmm. you know, words words are predictive (laughs) y'all like a hundred percent predictive and so when i started thinking about it i was like this isn't a vision that that's that's not accurate you know it's definitely not just a dream board like la la land um i was like this is my future like period (laughs) this is what i'm becoming this is what's coming down the pipeline for me this is what i'm working for um and so that's really where future boards came about as kind of the concept but everything about it is different. So one of the biggest things is you have to do a lot of work to find out what it is you truly want way before you ever start looking for a picture. Um, And that is what I had done unknowingly by creating kind of this dream life in my head. And then, you know, a couple months later, literally searching up pictures that matched the dreams. So that is the That is the biggest, hugest, you know, difference. Um, And it's the difference that will make your board come alive because it's just a visual reminder of what you truly genuinely want, what your heart's desire is. And also of that movie you've been building in your head. So it does that kind of magical, um, emotional connection that just, it's, it's, truly magical i don't know what else to say um and it's very very different so we're not going through magazines and like letting a magazine editor tell us right. what our dreams are you
0: know like <laughs> we are
1: deciding what our dreams are
0: yeah and that was i think that was kind of the huge thing to me is like well first of all the idea of i just subscribed to new magazines this year cuz i miss having print in my hands yeah. um so i just started getting a handful of magazines but i was like do i have to go out and buy like 700 magazines to do this, or do I have to keep all of the ones I've had for the next 10 years in like order style? (laughs) I was like, I can't, I can't do that. And I was like, oh, wait, it's 2021. (laughs) I'm just printing images off Pinterest and it can get so specific. And the guidance you give in the book to find the pictures that fit you is just, is, is really helpful.
1: Well, and as soon as you start to do that, you, you just get it. You know what I mean? Like it makes the other way like almost ridiculous you're kind of like that really doesn't make logical sense like why would I you know thumb through a magazine that's 90% advertisement and wind up with like tacos on my board and random shit like what (laughs) the fuck it doesn't make any sense you know and so this like once you start to write out what your dream future is and for for you and for um all of our actors out there who are who are listening to this um, I really hope you're going five years in the future. I hope you're going to the second big role that you've signed, not the first one, right? You're really going to where like, that's your normal life. So what does that feel like? What would it feel like to just like implant yourself into that body, be living the life where people are calling you, scripts are coming to you. The money is in the bank account. You know, all the stuff that you wanted is there. How are you then moving through that life, right? Like, how are you still being your best self, pushing yourself? How are you truly happy? How are you truly present? How do you have great relationships? Like go into that future life in that type of detail, live it first in your mind um, so that you can create it. And also so that you're not surprised by success and you're not blocking success when it does come right? You've already gone to the place where you're mapping it out ahead of time. So you're going to know what to do when the money's there. You're going to know what to do when people change, when you get successful, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've done that pre-planning um, so that when it comes,
0: it's truly what you want. And the day that I did that first exercise where you write down a uh five years in the future, 10 years in the future, uh, a day in your life. Like yeah. I was like, I'm going to do it. I wrote down pen and pencil on, on paper, you know, um, the whole thing. And I finished and I was on this like weird high for the next two days. We were in like the depths, like the, I live in Los Angeles. This is yeah. like COVID horrible times. Things are like, shit is hitting the wall so hard. Right. And I was like, I was like, it's cool. I'm feeling so good. Yeah. I couldn't explain living- it if I tried yeah.
1: to. Right. But it is really crazy. Once you go through um, that exercise and it really helps you map it out, right? It gives you mm-hmm. questions to answer that all you have to do is really dig deep and answer the questions. And and pretty soon you're going to see like, oh my God, there's my dream life on paper, right? Yeah. And it's it's crazy because all of us have a tendency to be very tunnel vision on whatever it is, right? So for, for actors and actresses, you're probably very concerned about what the next audition is, how to land it, you know, very kind of nitty gritty nuts and bolts of what you need to do to get to the next step. But if that's the only place your focus is, then that's all you're asking for. And that's all you're creating and you just stay on that hamster wheel. So this pans the whole thing out, you know, think of it as a big movie. We're doing that big picture pan and we're Mm -hmm. saying, this is what we're working towards that one audition gets me one closer. That next edition gets me the next one, right? Mm-hmm. And so it it really changes. And dreamers have a hard time with execution. Right? Yes, we? I, we were. We should talk
0: about this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a
1: dreamer too, and I had never completed really anything in my life until I learned this stuff that I teach. Because yeah,
0: I would actually say we have a great time with um initial first moves, and then when we get into the mud, we fall off and go out for the next hit of adrenaline we can get from starting. Yeah, and it's.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think we're very susceptible to being discouraged, Mm -hmm. right? Because we, it's, it's almost like it's a blessing and a curse because we can see the end result and feel the end result and be super excited, whether other people can or not, we really can. And then to be living in the present when we know that's a possibility is pretty shitty if you don't know what to do about it. Right. It's, (laughs) it's like, but I know it's there. Right. And so if you have this giant chasm between where you are today and the frustration of today Mm -hmm. versus, you know, what could be possible, but you don't know what necessarily to do to close the gap, it's almost a curse, right? It's almost because lots of people are living their life thinking this is all there is, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we are kind of warring with those two worlds of like, we know there's possibility, but yet I don't see it right now. So really what I teach is how to start to close that gap and how dreamers can set themselves up for long-term success and really create relentless pursuit so that they're not susceptible to giving up. They just understand it's one step closer, one step closer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, it's just the hardest part, right? Cause I know a almost every single actor I talk to on a daily basis on social media, in my emails, everywhere, not in person, obviously. (laughs) Um, They're, they're so driven and they're so, I think, you know, the lazy actor mentality is a thing of the past, Mm -hmm. Um, but they just get so hung up on, on getting to the thing, right? Like for example, signing with an agent is a huge step. It's really hard to do in bigger markets. Um, And getting to sign with an agent Mm -hmm. is really hard it's hard to get there, but it's also hard to appreciate your day-to-day before you have that agent. So we just want to hurry up and get to there. So do you have any advice for those of us who are like the manifestation is there, we have the thing, but the day-to-day is just side jobs and this and that. It just doesn't feel like as momentum-y or fun.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. So here's,
0: there's a couple things.
1: One is for dreamers, we have to really manage our perspective on things, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, like I said, it's super easy for us to go to the fun finished project, you know, product <laughs> when we're like winning an Oscar and oh, we really. just wanna like live in that dream forever. But there's a whole lot in between that needs to happen before we win an Oscar, right? So yeah. one of the things that I love to do is I call them benchmarks and literally get out your piece of paper. Say, if my end goal is to win an Oscar, what are some dominoes that need to fall before that happens, right? So we're not talking necessarily about goals because goals can be scary. They can weigh us down. They can demotivate us, but you just think about it logically. Like I don't wake up as an Oscar winner, right? I have right. to have a role. I have to have a good script. Like, like you said, I might have to get um, signed by an, an agent. What are some other dominoes? So once you kind of know that it's your path, right? Mm-hmm. And so let's say you're out and 40 agents decline you (laughs) or say, no, I'm passing, I don't need (laughs) this shit. I don't want you, right? You get to a place where you don't give a shit because all it takes is one agent to say yes for that domino to fall. And you also understand that your life isn't going to change with that one domino (laughs) because I will tell you, it's very much the same in publishing. You can't do anything without an agent unless you want to self-publish. I did not. I wanted to traditionally publish your hands are tied. There's nothing you can do if, unless you have an agent. You can't submit to publishers. You can't do anything. Um, but there's a very finite number of agents. <laughs> so yeah. once you run out of that, you're kind of fucked, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, like you go about it and you're like, it just takes one. And I got 36 denials um, and finally signed with my agent who I love and adore, who is the one that believed in me and was willing to give me a chance but my life didn't change overnight. (laughs) Okay. Like it it just started the next round of hustle, you know, because you're going to be at the bottom of their totem pole, you're going to have to work up. And so I think kind of understanding what that process is truly like, not just fantasy world, like truly like you're much less likely to get discouraged and to want to quit when it doesn't turn out the way you want it to. You're just like, listen, all I'm waiting for is a domino to fall. When it falls, I'm at the next level. When it falls, I'm at the next level, right? And nothing is going to prevent me from one day standing on the stage accepting my award. Nothing. So if that's the case, it is only a matter of time.
0: Well, and what I truly liked too is that although the career goals are like, that's like this half of this part. Right. (laughs) Um, there's a lot of other stuff that you cover. So it's like, sure. You might be like working really hard towards some career goals, but also what are your personal life goals? What are you doing every day that brings you joy? And those are ones I was like, Oh, I feel like, I think everyone has something they have a handle on. Right. And like, right now in COVID, I'm like, well, I really enjoy cooking sometimes, don't enjoy the dishes, but I, you know, I can find something every day on this in some capacity that I can do something for.
1: Yeah. And that's a big one. It really is. Um, It was one of, so a true future board has five categories and I'm glad that you brought that up. Mm -hmm. One is career and ambitions. So even if it feels like your whole life, is based around your career which it might be it feels like it's those jobs that really is pretty consuming um it's super important that you identify what you want in the other four you can't just leave them yes. because here's what happens if you do that you're going to wake up in the success without anything that matters without the friendships right. without the knowledge of how to deal with wealth without any mental health practices and physical oh.
0: And how many times do we hear those stories, right? Of those actors who achieve success and then they're like, what's it for? Miserable.
1: Yeah, we don't, we do not want to create that in any capacity. And so understanding what your, your perfect world or dream case scenario is in all of these categories and what makes you happy Mm -hmm. and what you truly want, then you are literally up-leveling your life, up-leveling your life. Up leveling your life, not just, oh, I'm getting career success and everything else has fallen to shit based on it, <laughs> right? Or whatever else. So it's and we have to have it. You know, like I think COVID did really teach us all that mental health and doing things you enjoy is way more important than we thought it was. Yeah. It just is. Moving our body is more important than we thought it was. <laughs> you know, like meditation, <laughs> taking a walk, all of those things that we kind of were like, eh, I could take it or leave it two years ago. Now we understand like if cooking brings us joy, then guess what? I should probably make sure I'm cooking one or two nights a week so that I have that outlet to reset myself, to tap into joy for 20 or 30 minutes, clear everything else. And then I come back at whatever I'm hustling on with, you know, a clear mind and all of that stuff. So it it's so important. It's something that I really
0: had a very hard time convincing people was important two years ago, That <laughs> I'm not
1: having a hard time convinced now.
0: Right, right, right. I mean, you know, you can't have a conversation these days without mentioning COVID uh, no. has there been things that have come up in your coaching practices and you've learned, obviously the book came out before all this happened um, that have, have taught you, or have you been figuring out ways of, of manifesting of being uh Of of continuing on your path in times of incredible uncertainty like this?
1: Right. No, that's a great question. Um, And I think a lot of people did kind of think, oh, well, this year's just a wash. We kind of don't have to do anything. You know, Um, if a lot of stuff on my board I can't physically do because of lockdown, then, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to take a pass. And I think right away, once I realized it was a serious thing, it was here, it wasn't going to go anywhere, then I really should. Shifted years and was like, what do I need to do in this time to prepare me for the moment my cards called? Right. So, in that quiet time, there is so much you can do. I call it get ready to be ready. Right. Mm, okay. I'm also, actors,
0: to- listen up because this is like your yes. life between auditions. Exactly, get ready to be
1: ready. And we know it's true. We've heard the stories of Kobe, who was there practicing when no one else was, mm-hmm. who was putting in the hours when no one else was, the Jim Carries of the world who were doing the same thing. They were not waiting for someone to call them and give them a part. They were busting their ass in between. They were getting better at their craft. They were literally thinking, what else needs to be tightened up? Like, yes. and so for me in COVID, you know, I, I knew that I was kind of letting my health journey go the last couple of years. And I was like, well, guess what? I can't say time. I don't have the time. So <laughs> now I got to get that right. And I got to get, you know, I got to get myself pride up. I got to present my, I got to get all the things that I was kind of putting off. Like when they call my number, I'm going to be ready to step up. But really I wasn't because none of it was a habit. Yeah. So I've really used this year to turn all of those things that were kind of a little bit back burner-ish and be like, nope, I'm going to perfect them. I'm going to turn them into habits. I'm going to turn them into, um, how I operate so that, you know, when the today show calls and, you know, is ready to have that conversation, I feel perfectly comfortable doing it because I've done all the
0: things. Yes. I wasn't waiting for it to start. So it's huge. That's I, I love that one. Um, for our overachievers, which is a, a lot of the people listening, it's, I tend to attract a very A-type, uh, crowd. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure you do too. Um, people who go into coaching and things like that. I'm sure you get a lot of that. Uh, how do you, how do you, and maybe this is something you personally have some advice on, find to, you know, work on your hustle, get ready to be ready, but also, really take the time to take time for yourself or, and, or to be patient kind of like what we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, um, when, when you do the foundational work, um, uh, before you make your, your future board, you really do a lot of deep work to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, cause you read the books and you're doing the work, like we have blocks that run really deep. That could be, you know, preventing us from manifesting and all of that. So once you kind of have done some of that work and you're clear on your dream, and I don't know if you've got there yet, but I know you will, you get to a place where you you kind of let go of the one piece you can't control. And for you guys, the piece you can't control is someone calling you and giving you the part, right? Pretty much, I mean, I'm not an actor, but pretty much all the other pieces you could put some effort into to make them go your way a little, or to make the odds yeah, better, you're, right? You're absolutely right. But there's that one, one piece that really is out of your control. You, mm-hmm. you are waiting for, <laughs> for, the the offer, yeah. <laughs> for the offer or for the contract or whatever it is. Right. Um, so if you have the clarity that you are going to get to your goal, no matter what, that's just a given. And I just want to tell everyone listening, if you truly want to be an actress or an actor or whatever your goals are, and you don't quit you will reach that goal. End of story. It's a done deal. Okay. So let's take that part off the table and yes. now let's put oh, the rest that. of it. Okay. So yes. take that off the table. So if that's a given, you're already committed, you're in 200%, it's whatever. Then, and you have that clarity of like what you're going for, why you want it, you're excited about it, all of that stuff. Then you're looking at how can I get ready to be ready, which is taking classes, you know, surrounding yourself with other actors, up-leveling your game, all of that kind of stuff then you literally don't even have time to think about the one thing you can't control. Mm -hmm. And there's something so magical about, so manifesting is very energy driven, right? When you're focused on the one thing you can't control and all day long you're thinking of like, why haven't I got that? Where is it at? I want the money that's behind that, whatever, your focus, your energy is there. That's actually creating negative outcomes for you. Mm. So it's actually much less likely for you to get a deal when that's where your focus is, when it's the thing you want the most. So if instead you take all the focus on what can I do so that when that opportunity comes, I'm like, absolutely, I'm ready. Then you literally can let go of that outcome you can't control. And it just changes everything. And then the universe can bring it to you when the time is right. And just know that it will never leave you hanging. So if you've done your work, the opportunity will 100% come when it is best in your best interest. Mm-hmm. It will. There's no way that it can't.
0: Right. I, I have to, I have to tell you a story. That, um, <laughs> when I was doing my homework for my boards and like writing in my journals and stuff, I hadn't made my official board yet, but one of the big things is like, I want, cause I especially love the feeling of moments. I was like, I want to feel what it feels like to get an offer and not an audition for a role yeah. for someone to be like, we yeah. loved Sam. We'd actually like her to consider this role. And a couple weeks ago, I got a call from someone that was like, "I'd love you to, I'd love you to read my script and tell me if you're interested." And my that's moment, the, it was so cool. And the moment I wrote down in my journal was like, "I want to sit on the couch, sip on a glass of wine, and read a script that's an offer and not an audition." And so yes. that night I was like, well, I have to pour a glass of wine. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the thing. You have to follow through with those promises you made. Yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. So I was like, I told my fiance, I was like, you cook dinner. And okay. I sat in the living room and I sipped on a glass of wine and I read this film and I was like, this feels so cool. Absolutely. And do you know, what's yeah. funny is like, it didn't even end up working out. They went with someone who was a local hire because of COVID, yeah, yeah. but. But you th- had the experience happened. and now,
1: you know now you understand why you want it so bad. Yes, and now you build on that. Yeah, the universe will send you all different iterations of your dream. Trust me, lots and lots and lots of iterations. And I always kind of think of it as like, almost like a little test drive, like here, do you like that? Are you sure this is still what you want? Like, are you still bottom? And if you live in the joy of that, which I'm so glad you did that, I'm so proud of you. Lots of people wouldn't, here's what they would do they would freak the fuck out. They would be like, oh my God, maybe I'm not this, maybe I'm not that, maybe I'm not ready. Like they would just go into that zone and you were present enough to be like, wait a second. I wanted this, I asked for it, here it is right in front of my face. So I'm gonna do the thing I promised I would do. I'm gonna take my moment. I'm gonna feel it with every part of me. I'm gonna live in the joy of it. No matter what happens on the outcome, that isn't really the point right now. The point is that you can start to live in the reality that that is going to be a reality, right? That's the first
0: step of it. And it was not like a, this has to be right because it has to be the only, because like there'll be more of that. But if I also hadn't taken the time to really think about some like small things I wanted to feel, I wouldn't have noted how special of a moment that was.
1: Yeah. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because everything that I teach, as you know, is all about moments and experiences because, and especially you actors, you're gonna get this, right? Because you're already thinking probably everything, translating it into a movie in your head. Oh yeah, and everything's emotional. Everything's everything, very yeah. emotional. <laughs> so you're you're gonna love this because that is literally how I translate everything. Like I said, I don't love goals, but I want the moment of what it feels like to achieve whatever that is. Yeah. And if I can throw all of my focus there and literally create it as a movie, and I, You know, I run it as as if I'm watching a movie, as probably you guys do, right? Half the time I'm talking to people and they're like you're crazy, but I'm glad that I'm with my people right now. This is your people. (laughs) (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and so once you can do that, it really changes everything. So you can start to apply it to anything you want in life. You know,
0: how have you stayed motivated in the last year uh, with limited capacity? Obviously, staying at home. We. I'm sure you also live on Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. What's kind of kept you going?
1: You know, I think um, identifying what it was that I needed to get ready for was a big, big thing because there was a lot <laughs> that was not like a quick fix. So um, my, like I said, my health journey, I <laughs> I take bar three classes. It's outside. I mean, we were outside oh, cool. the other day in like 32 degree <laughs> weather in like four <laughs> layers, you know, it's like, but. But now I've got that to a habit. It took a long time. I'm really glad I got that taken care of now, <laughs> so yeah. that it's something I can continue with. Um, so there's been kind of a lot of that. But I launched my podcast this year too, because that was another Yay. one of those things where I was like, "Uh, take you know, that's a time thing or whatever." Yeah. Um, and so I pushed myself um, to do to like go beyond on anything that was physically possible. Right. And, and I think it took a minute to realize how much there was that could be done because I love to travel. Right. So Mm -hmm. in my head, initially, most of my stuff is all live. It's all live workshops and keynotes and stuff. And at first I was like everyone else. Oh my God, my business is over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then it took a while to realize, okay, we can still keep going. And so um, I wrote two book proposals and finishing my memoir. And so I really wanted to use this time to push through on any of the things that I was kind of like, you know, there's a little part of your head where you're like, I'm not waiting for someone to call, but I had to call bullshit on myself and say, maybe I was. you know, so yeah. let's do it. let's let's get the book done before they're asking for it. And you know cool. so I think that we all have those things. sometimes we just have to like be a little little rough with ourselves and say, hey, you could you do it? Yes, you could let's
0: do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have routines you follow? Cause you're, you're obviously incredibly busy. You have three kids. Your son just, uh, got, just got accepted to a college football team. Is that right? Yes. Yes. His Congratulations. Dream the
1: fifth grade. Um, and I write a lot about it in both of the books. His, his dream about football, um, was to play D one college football. And that was, that's been his dream forever. Um, and he just committed to Valparaiso university, um, last week. And so we got to go to Chicago and just check out the town and stuff, um, which is really, really, really special. So guys, my kids have been manifesting from their future boards. (laughs) Number five, anyone can do it. I love it.
0: I love it. I love it. So how do you, do you have like a day-to-day structure uh, that you, that you use to keep yourself in check? I'm always looking to steal people's routines and ideas. Yeah. You know,
1: I have to say that I I did not use to, um, like that was hardcore. Like I knew what, like what was on my schedule type thing. Um, and I've been working from home for actually eight years. So I did it even when I was in corporate for years and years before I transitioned doing this full-time. Um, and so I think my routine was kind of lazy, quite honestly. I'm like, okay, if I have my meetings, I do this and I kind of, you know, whatever, it was sloppy. I would say that's what COVID helped me do. It was one of those get ready to be ready. I knew that that was a sore point in that I knew it would eventually hold me back Uh if I just didn't clean that shit up, right? Um, And so one of the things I started doing in maybe August, um, and I challenged my coaching circle uh, ladies to do it too, is I was like, you know what? I want us to get dressed every day and do our hair and makeup and show up as our best self every day. And to me, I hadn't done, you know, I've been working from home for so long that- I didn't really have to do that. So getting that into a routine again, took a little while. Um, but Oh my God, everything changed. My business started exploding. Like my attitude changed. Like just, it was huge. And I knew that, that it was one of those things that I've been putting off, but facing it and just doing it was a big up leveling. Um, and so now I, I start every morning. I do bar three first thing. Um, and then I do my meditations. Um, abundant. There's great abundance meditations on YouTube. You guys, you can fall asleep to those. You can um, do ones for literally anything. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, my schedule is pretty insane now. So I I come to the office and work. (laughs) Um, And then I'm a full-time mom. So I cook dinner for my kids every single night. And, you know, I try to not spend more than three or four hours at the office, but just get it done. And um, there's no one else here. So it's kind of (laughs) nice. That is nice. A nice quiet space.
0: I have uh, one more question for you uh, before we sign off. And I want to know since you published the book, uh, I have a feeling that most authors send their book out and then they get their copy and they're like, oh my God, I wish I would have also said, <laughs> is there anything you wish that you, or since you, or have you learned since then that you mm-hmm. would like to put in this book or in a future book?
1: Yeah, I think with Hustle Believe Receive, um, the parts that, I was learning after it came out about blocks, about mm-hmm. how to up level the money game, especially right. It's because, huge. um, yeah, cause and when, when it came out, I was really, I'd been manifesting so much stuff literally without money. So a big thing that I teach is money anything, a thing, and you guys are going to start to see it. You're going to start manifesting all kinds of stuff that you thought you had to have a budget for. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. But what I didn't know in Hustle Believe Receive was that there's levels and that it's okay to up level and it's okay to like have the financial abundance behind it and get over any wealth hangups you have and stuff like that, um, that I was able to say in, um, in future boards, really from my experience and from, from coaching um, and also seeing where people's blocks come up when you start to, to push your dreams, that um, that isn't easy for everybody um and sometimes you need a skill set to what do i do <laughs> yeah. how do i how do i push through it anyway you know
0: yeah cool yeah well i thought I it was extremely all encompassing so i'm a big fan <laughs> um do you want to direct people anywhere if they haven't already cuz i've tagged you in like every instagram sorry but uh know, do you want to direct people to um anything specifically for you today uh, Instagram is the best place to like stay connected on everything
1: that I do, but, um, you can also go to sarahcentrella.com and you'll see the link to my podcast and awesome. workbooks and books. And I do a, a, small group coaching, um, once a quarter. Um, and then I also have uh, a coaching circle for women. So if anyone's out there and you wish you had a life coach, it's an amazing group of women, um,
0: that we get together multiple times a week on, on zoom and connect. I am very all for actors working in groups that are not all actors. So I'm right? yeah. a big proponent of this. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so awesome. much for having me on.
1: You yeah. are so lovely.
0: Thank you so much. Sarah. It was so nice to meet you. And I love the work you're doing. So much.